0: Come on, dear, one more push. Come on. Come on. One more push. Go on, one more. It's almost there. Right now, dear, now that you've got these skin tight jeans on, how do you feel? to the show. I'm Crumbly. I'm Keith. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. Alas and alack, we have no fake Keith
1: tonight.
2: No, no, no.
0: no. That's, that's why I'm Keith. Mm, yes.
1: <sighs> We're not trying to avoid each other. I know I wasn't here last time. <laughs> she was here. It's nothing deliberate. It it's just the way right. it's going. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Anyway, without further ado, cocking a leg against the lamppost of information, it's the news with El Presidente. A. <laughs>
3: Presidente. 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 Doctor the Doctor News. The Doctor 2 showrunner Stephen Moffat has announced an interview with Den of Geek. They write five episodes for the 2011 season
1: mm-hmm. and the
3: Christmas special in 2010. Ooh.
0: And he says this. I'm doing
4: the Christmas special plus five, so it's the same. Six again. I'm basically following what Russell did, having worked out the sums and worked out how he does it. I thought that's the perfect way of doing
3: it. (laughs) And when he was asked how he balances work on Sherlock and Doctor Who, he went on to say...
0: But there is no way of balancing this. The last year has been extraordinary. I've had about four days off, and that includes Christmas Day. I've worked every weekend. I get up early in the morning. I go to bed late at night. There's no way of balancing it. It's extraordinary, baby, but it's great fun too. Great fun, so long as it doesn't kill me.
3: Did his voice just break? I think it did. I think it, was I think
1: th- it did actually. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah Death's I th- door th-
3: already. Yeah, I think the second
1: <laughs> one is like it's about to kill <laughs> him. <laughs> <laughs> I also thought he was going to break into song. I get up in the morning. <laughs> i late. Early Get up in the
3: morning. Early yeah. early early in the morning. <laughs> really a busy chap, so. Yeah. yeah.
1: One, one does kind of hope that he's actually already penned or mainly penned the Christmas special, seems how. That's yeah, not that far away. They're the, the filming mm. it, even as we... I think uh, they
3: may even have finished
2: filming film, it by yes. now, I'm not sure. So, uh, <laughs> well, there, there was was one rumour I noticed on the net before the filming, is the fact mm-hmm. that he had lost the Christmas special yeah, script. which was a song. joke.
3: <laughs> DWM. Oh, no. Ah... Oh, by right. uh, Piers Wenger, or Wenger, whatever his name is, yeah. and the press took that as being true.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah Piers Wenger.
0: Not I've seen Wenger.
1: No. In, in the press it was supposedly <laughs> left somewhere and someone handed well. it in without reading it because <laughs> they didn't want to be disappointed or something.
0: Yeah.
3: It's on a computer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As he points out in the latest DWM, how could you lose it?
4: Delete. <laughs>
1: Um, mm, control up yeah. Sorry, how could he lose it? <laughs> have you looked at the government's track record on <laughs> <laughs> um, Data Storage? <laughs>
3: I'm sure he takes
0: backups the sees... Uh, oh, look, speaker. there's a
2: laptop just Ooh. lying in this taxi cab.
0: Yes. Oh, we have more Doctor Who news. Ooh. Oh, yeah. This is called Doctor Who. Amy's... Oh, Hunt.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought that I, From him, I'd expect it. From you... Well, it follows on from Amy's Fisher. Yeah.
2: <laughs> rent in time and space.
0: <laughs> Not Amy's Cracker. I thought you said Amy's fishy.
1: <laughs> read. Just read. There are young people that listen to this sometimes, some of them under the age of 40. <laughs> under the age of 40? <laughs> people whose minds have yet to be corrupted. Too
0: late. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Well, that happened a long time ago, that did. <laughs> Amy's History Hunt. <laughs> Will you stop making up your own joke you, over there?
1: You've just got to say, Amy, and he goes into a world of his own, does he? He's
0: cackling away in the corner over there. Stop,
1: stop lusting after Gwynhild and Onnacca over be there. that, that it. plastic
0: doll until it's smooth. Well, not you, yeah. that Judge Anderson. Yes, part, exactly. <laughs> Look away, on, Look away now! Look away now! Amy's history hunt—a new, believe it—a new interactive game on the official BBC Doctor Who uh, site—is now live. It stars Karen Gillan uh, as Amy and features a series of specially shot videos.
1: Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> they have Not come
0: to fix your washing machine.
1: The kind of
2: <laughs> sorry.
0: sorry The challenge is to get through this article without
2: lock. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) The challenge is to unlock the doctor's safe, and if you're successful, you'll release a... (coughs) Sorry, he's got me at it now. (laughs) He will release something. (laughs) You'll release a special short story by Paul Cornell, He of the Balloon. Oh yeah. Oh yes! Yes. <laughs> the writer has a balloon to prove mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Throughout the quest, you will find out more about the Doctor's friends and places he's visited. Plus, you get Amy's unique point of view about mm-hmm. some of the people she's met during her adventures with the Time Lord. Ooh.
1: Ooh. And I wonder if it takes less time to get through the adventures than it did through <laughs> that little <laughs> no, announcement. Was like... Ten minutes that <laughs> it took. I'm sure. <laughs> I think these blooming outtakes are going to be longer than the actual. Oh uh, yeah. That's the whole
0: point. Huh? <laughs>
3: Obviously this isn't part of the uh, the adventure game series, this no, is something it's a... something separate, separate. Oh, it's running separate. Yeah. 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 So there's no
2: download involved or anything like that. It's, a, it's an online yeah. game or hunt, yeah. mm-hmm. if you
4: want yeah. to a better
0: word.
1: Yeah. Watch it. Down, boy. New Battlestar Galactica online spin-off. Mm. As if you haven't had enough of it. Mm. <laughs> there could be a new Battlestar Galactica spin-off series on the way, on the internet. Ooh. Dun, dun, mm. dun! dun. SIFI is developing Blood and Chrome, a new web-based series concentrating on the experiences of a young William Hosker Adama in the First Cylon War, according to the Chicago Tribune. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the series, which will comprise ten nine-minute-long episodes, is... About a young man's initiation into war, both the realities of war as fought by soldiers, Henry, on the ground, and in Battlestars and Vipers, and the somewhat less real version portrayed in the media... According to Blue Bottle, (laughs) also according to... That was Minnie Bannister. Oh, sorry, according to Minnie. According to Michael Tyler, writing for the series and Battlestar Galactica and Capricorn co-executive producer... That's a bit of a mouthful. If the series gets a green light, it will be filmed using green screens and virtual sets, a format that worked for Siffy's Sanctuary which was eventually promoted to a real TV series. <laughs> Apparently, before Battlestar Galactica finished, digital scans were made of the show's sets, so the special effects team will be able to recreate them, possibly even in 3D. Mm-hmm. So whereas Sanctuary went from a game to a TV series, Battlestar Galactica's yeah. decided to do it don't, totally don't arse about one. face.
2: I'm just wondering if they're going to try to le- launch another TV series off the back of this. Probably. But
1: that's too international only aspects so of yeah. is the media starting to look more at the internet instead oh, of TV? It certainly now? Seems that way, There's you know. a whole crop of internet only t-
2: TV mm. shows. Well, Sanctuary, the I mean, yeah, for starters, Sanctuary yeah. started off. I think oh, I can't remember the name of it, but I know there's one that Mickey has appeared in. Oh, that film noir thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah that no, that no, is that's, it. That's that's
0: internet only. Yep. Yeah. So well, Doctor the, Doctor Horrible. There's, there's the yeah Doctor
2: yeah. Horrible. There's the Guild. The Guild, yeah, which yep. is also internet only. The moving more. Virtual. They are. Of a, a lot of those are, are quite low budget. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, I certainly know what the guild is. The guild is. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. But it is low budget.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so did you just surf the net for these and look for them online, or is there anywhere I th- to go particularly?
2: Um, I think mm. it's more advertising by word of mouth, isn't it? Really? Pretty much. So you yeah. just Google
1: the yeah. guild or Google. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
3: You'll find that easy enough. Mm. We'll see. Mm. Yes. Well,
1: one additional bit of news. Oh yeah. Oh. The new computer game that's coming out. The new of Doctor game? Who Oh yes. yes. Yes If my sources are correct, will not be featuring the voice of Nick Briggs.
5: No? No. Oh
1: it will be featuring the voice of Alistair Locke. Ah. Yeah, but not Alistair. Mm. But yes, doing the Daleks and the Cybermen. Mm. So um, the, the sources the sources are close to one of those two people. <laughs>
2: yeah. you, c- you cannot disclose your source.
1: No, because he works with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, so it looks like I can So I don't know if um, Nick's off doing other things, yeah. if, uh, voiceover from other stuff or mm. spreading what, the world around. The workload
0: for the next season mm. might mm. be. Oh. Anyway, I have a further addendum. Oh
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> After that Paul's for Death of <laughs> <laughs> We have more news about primeval. Oh, oh, yes,
2: yes, yes, yes,
0: yes. yes. Or, uh, in Nick Cutter's words, we have more news about Prime. And that closes Evil. BBC One programmes for tonight. <laughs> mm, more casting news. Oh,
4: right. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Mm, apparently, a semi regular member of the cast for the next two series, I repeat, two series mm-hmm. of Primeval, is none other than um, Alexander Sadig. Oh. Or if oh. you prefer, uh, Siddiq Al Fadil. Yeah. Or to give him his full name, Siddiq Al Fadil Bashir. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Bashir. Mm. Yes, AKA okay. Dr. Julian Bashir from Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is going to be, appear as um, the co-owner of the ARC, the Anomaly Research Centre. Because he mm. was when we
1: did the art, the announcement on this before, he was on the Cassis, but mm-hmm. we didn't know how long he was going to yeah. be on for, what role he was taking. Yeah. Mm. Okay,
0: that's filming at the moment, isn't it? Well, they finished uh, filming Series Four. Okay. And they're due to commence. Uh, you a series five very shortly in the next uh, couple of months.
1: Do we yeah, know when yeah. it's coming out and if it's going to be on the terrestrial or satellite? Or
0: um, I think Series four is going to be on ITV One. Series five will be on Watch. Then it'll be uh, go it'll go on to uh, ITV ITV yeah. One afterwards. See in the autumn. Yes, mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah, yes. I
3: imagine. Mm-hmm. So have to look forward to seeing
1: that. Yes, yeah. and
0: um, it will uh, sort of have most of the uh, series pivotal characters back. Yeah,
1: ah. won't have Nick Cutter though. No, though. <laughs> no his wife no. killed him. <laughs> yeah, I know
0: Get her You, look, uh, but it you will could have, have, it, it will have Jason Fleming uh, Andrew Potts And uh, Hannah Spirit and That's oh. it When it had the, the little
1: flying dinosaur right right That's the <laughs> <a laughs> <really> important thing <laughs> I don't I'm, know sure Rex, I'm sure it will Yeah, i sure
0: Who's the guy who played the uh, gung-ho military type? Oh, I can't
1: remember Oh, um Yes Yes, well, what is the action hero I can't remember The man of few words The second one Yeah Yeah Ex-army. I can see the character, but I can't think what either the actor or the character's name is. No.
0: Nope. <laughs> anyway, he's in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm very, I'm very heartened to hear that. So, yeah, I think yeah. There's going to be another two series of You've Primeval. Look, personal torch for that. I have, yes, yes, I have. In, in your corner. I
2: like Primeval. It's good. It's one I kept on missing. It's one I, I endeavoured to keep watching, but I just missed it.
1: I just I, missed I, I, it I've got it on video i, I really enjoyed it mm-hmm. yeah. it's, 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 it's one <laughs> Video DVD <laughs> okay. It's one of the ones we have
2: th- uh, thumbed, for, thumbed for alternate commentaries Yes mm-hmm. yeah, I yes. do have them
1: on
0: DVD mm-hmm. Yeah, so
2: Not hopefully, it. hopefully I'll be able to catch up to it then
0: Yeah, And all the um, references to time travel and it being on a Saturday afternoon supposedly going up against another TV show but it doesn't are entirely coincidental <laughs> 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 uh-huh. Yeah, so watch this. Watch this space. Oh, yeah, I have
2: one an old addendum now. Last, last <laughs> oh, no, I it's, it's very an, old. It's an old addendum. <laughs> it's old, wrinkly, isn't it? Wrinkly. Yeah, yeah, it's curled at the edges. Um... <laughs> The San Diego Comic-Con has just finished. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. It finished by a long time, by the time this comes, this comes out. out yeah. yeah, But I've been looking online at some of the photos. Now, apparently, yeah. <laughs> a couple of the uh, uh, Bible bashers <laughs> yeah. of the Southern Belt or whatever decided yeah. that Superman, Batman, and all the super- superheroes are actually akin to worshipping idols, which is against one of the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. Number one, yeah. craving Idols bit. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so they turned up to picket the com- uh, San Diego Comic Con with, uh, what is it, Superman is next to Satan and this contravenes bu- uh, jo- Joseph book one, verse 32, things, <laughs> things like that. A couple of the photographs, you've got these people standing there with the placards, mm-hmm. but right at the end, there is one guy holding a placard saying all hail the Hypnotoad. (laughs) If they see him there, he's dead, and I just hope he's got fast legs on him. But I thought,
5: yes! When he said
1: that to me, I was sitting there thinking, I hope he's got a flat jacket on, they carry guns (laughs) over there.
0: I mean, I've hardly called the uh, Hypnotoad a false idol, (laughs)
1: not
0: And that's what it is, thou shalt not worship false idols. idols. Yes. Which at the time of writing the Ten Commandments was in the form of a golden bull. Not Superman or Batman or (laughs) Spider-Man or anyone like that. Here.
1: Oh, but it's also you will hold me as your one true God above all others. And maybe they're saying, you know, that people are holding reverence mm. and promoting them to be gods.
0: Are they? No. I know, we're
1: talking about extremism <laughs> Well, OK,
0: if I could have the Church of uh, Star Trek in Futurama I mean... <laughs> and Kirk said unto... <laughs>
1: <laughs> said unto the Tribble
0: <laughs> okay, what's the Scientology, is it?
1: <laughs> oh, watch out for Thetans Yeah, yeah <laughs> There are certain religions you don't like diss <laughs>
0: What would Elrond be saying now? Ha ha, I've got all your money and I'm dead now.
1: On his planet, wherever that may be. Yep. Mm, Yes. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) moving on. (laughs) So what are we reviewing and what are we doing tonight? Well, a
3: bit of Doctor Who.
1: So, dear listeners, some of us were very, very cultural. And beca- Stop laughing over there. We were very comfortable. And we became promenaders. Yes! Did,
0: did, 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 did.
1: For those of you who do not know what that is, it's someone who goes to one of the BBC proms...
0: God bless the BBC.
1: ...classical productions during the period of the proms. That sounds and, very
0: Shatner-esque.
1: And we very...
0: <laughs> you go to the...
1: I'm channeling him. (laughs) Oh my God! (laughs) Quick, get
2: the cross, get the uh, holy water. See, I'm just just moving
1: the Bible belt. You are going
2: to
1: say kebabs. (laughs) The Holy
3: Spirit of Shatner is within
2: you.
1: (laughs) 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 The the flute. No. (laughs) Um, So we were cultural, Mm, we listened to classical music. We enjoyed ourselves tremendously. This this piece of highbrow highbrow music and performance we went to, was it Wagner? Was it Tchaikovsky? No, it was Dr BBC Proms two thousand and ten.
2: Ah, right, well, well yeah kicking off. One again, just hearing the music live. Oh
4: yeah, mm. and, and with it, there's thousands of people
2: with yeah. you. Really? Yeah. Well, what was the capacity of uh, the Albert Hall? It's about five thousand. About well, five thousand, yeah. yeah. And is I think really? yeah. I think it was just there were were a few, one or two empty seats, a, f- a handful. Yeah. I think maybe a maximum of thirty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah if thirty. If, that, 30.
0: Yeah. if I may interject... yeah, uh, right. well only if you clear up after you. Okay <laughs> This is especially for Wind's benefit because he'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> the last time I was at the Albert Hall was in 1992. And it was to see uh, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer in concert.
1: (laughs) Oh, you're lucky! (laughs) Beep, 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 beep. (laughs) Anyway, yeah,
3: it was sold out, so I presume those. Seats weren't left empty because they weren't sold oh, and yeah, just didn't yeah, turn yeah. up. Fools! Yeah, it's a shame they didn't, yeah, shame they didn't uh, give those tickets back to the box
0: office. Yeah. People yeah, could yeah, t- they could have, have resold them. Yeah. Yeah. But they
1: were literally standing around in the atrium at the top. Oh, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, up in, up in the gods. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And unlike last year, which had one production, there was mm. two. Yes. Two There's years. Saturday and then it there was... was another one on Sunday morning. Yeah, it
2: was proms 11 and 12. Mm.
1: And from what I can understand, the second proms, we went to the Saturday. We
2: First, the, first one. Yeah.
1: The, the one on Sunday was as well attended. Yeah,
2: mm. yeah, both oh, I I mean, it was it was close. to as soon as we got out there, turning around and entering the queue for the next day, yeah, it was that class <laughs>
3: very tempting. I yeah, too exhausted yeah. <laughs> after it. <day>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where to
2: begin? Um...
1: Karen and looking like a rabbit in the headlights, <laughs>
0: clinging <laughs> desperately onto a microphone. No, I, think, yeah, I, I, I didn't see
2: that at all. But. I I I got to agree with uh, Jeannie here that she, for a couple of seconds when she first come on stage and the wall of
1: sound, sound.
3: <laughs> hits you,
2: I think she was taken aback.
3: Yeah, I think she recovered She
1: recovered very, very quickly. Yeah, but, there was that moment, sort of like.
3: <laughs> she did say,
2: wow, there's a lot of you mm. yeah.
3: And then she went
1: into it But if you did study the microphone She, she was she holding, it was let, shaking She didn't you know, let go you know, yeah, She was yeah, holding
2: yeah. that microphone as a lifelong
1: And I that, can't say as I blame her <laughs> I. Mm. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I must recall the uh, watching the, uh, vid, the DVD the, uh, <laughs> the transmission for the uh, first uh, Doctor Who yeah. proms mm. It was very much the same reaction when mm. Freema Adjurman oh, came out on the stage. Yes, yeah. I've, got, I've got it on MP3.
2: Listening to the audio version of that, you're very noticeable that Freema Adjurman has a very nervous giggle, mm. a laugh. Mm. Mm. Every now and again, she bursts out. It must open. be,
1: because they, they've got the mosh pit at the bottom, yep. which is full of fans, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. and they are virtually 365 mm. surrounded, well, because it was actually yeah. sitting behind the... Yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Up, well, behind the choir. Yeah. ...behind yeah. the choir. So you're actually coming into a round auditorium, and th- the one thing about the Albert Hall is it's tall, but yeah. it's not that wide. No, you're no, never no. that far from the stage. We were mm. up in the yeah. gods virtually mm. for this time, and gonna, yeah. You, yeah. you still have a good view of the stage. Oh, very much. That's so, yeah. going to work the other way yes. round. Mm. The whoever's on that stage is going to have a very, <laughs> very good, good view everyone of else. all yeah. these thousands mm. of faces yeah. stretching um, up in, yeah. yeah and I, th- I don't think it doesn't matter really how many times you go out you go out there into that you hit that sound it's got to throw anyone yeah. to yeah. be honest
3: yeah a lot of clapping a lot of cheering oh, yeah. Mm,
2: yeah. a lot of wolf whistling
1: taking <laughs> the second half <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, look, but I did keep warning you about that because you were disturbing people
2: <laughs> it was virtually there with his grapple hook ready to swing down onto the stage <laughs>
1: and Karen came out initially in a very very fetchy oh. evening Again, which consisted of um, a bodice, a, yeah, which was sort style of like corset-style bodice, and corset a long skirt. Very um, long skirt. We yeah. did think at one point that Adam had disappeared to see if she needed assistance <laughs> to get out of it. Yeah. Well,
2: the, the dress that she had, she had to pick up. To walk with. Yeah. Oh, it was gorgeous. Oh, yeah. She did say,
3: uh, yeah.
1: stairs,
2: dress, high heels,
3: yeah. and a long dress, not good a good morning. mix. All
1: yeah. uh, oh, she was missing was the evening gloves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: do wonder if she wore the same thing on Sunday. Ah, uh, hmm?
2: We'll have to find out anybody who went Sunday. Mm, that's yeah. It. yeah.
3: I doubt it. But oh.
1: apart from the fact that El Presidente was oogling... <laughs> he had binoculars. He had binoculars. <laughs> yes, he did, folks. He genuinely <laughs> yeah. did. High-powered army-style <laughs> binoculars. There was, um, there was a lot of people there in Fezzes. Oh, uh, thank
2: a For, what is it, 15, 10, 15 minutes airtime, virtually mm. everyone had Fezzes, including the bust of St...
3: Uh oh. Henry Wood. So Henry Wood, what the yeah. Fez was a, was a fez the
1: whole So Henry uh, Wood is the person who started mm, the promenades all yeah, yeah, long time. And, yes. yeah.
0: and remember you can't ever do it without a Fez on. <laughs> <laughs> we
1: had um, it was a mixture of music from Doctor Who and classical, yeah, classical yeah, music. Yeah, classical music and
0: this season of
1: Doctor Who. Yeah.
2: Except for mainly. Except for three three, three tracks. I think were fast Who all the rest was current.
1: Yeah, no, had... classical. Have we got up in the world classical, classical. music.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The
3: old two uh, we had again at the end, yep. uh, "Song of Freedom." Yeah, is a great mm-hmm. way to end it.
2: Oh, it's a beautiful uh, piece. This is Gallifrey. Yeah, oh, another amazing piece. piece.
1: Um, it was, was, was very one? Murray Gold and heavy on this one,
2: and it was. Well, the theme, was three, uh, it. I can't remember the name of it, but it was the regeneration piece for 10 to Well, uh, oh, we
1: we can give you the running order here. Yeah,
4: go on. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. We started off with Murray Gold, "The Mad Man with a Box."
4: <laughs> yep. a box. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Then we had Murray Gold, "An Untimely." Arrival.
3: Yeah, both these from 11th Hour. Yeah.
1: 11th Hour. Then we had a piece of classical John Adams' short ride in a fast machine. I wasn't <laughs> sure about that one. But <laughs> I, I, I quite couldn't... enjoyed that, actually. It...
2: I it didn't quite get going. Yeah, it, it always seemed... Uh, I don't know, I've, I've, I know me and my fake Keith discussed this, and okay. it was almost just as it was about to start. Yeah. It just seemed to be in the crescendo of it starting. Yeah, but it didn't... Get it finished. It
1: wasn't that fast a car for you, No, no. <laughs> then we had Murray Gold again, and I am... The Doctor. Yeah. The
2: Doctor's theme,
1: effectively. Which, yeah. William Walton Overture Portsmouth Point. Portsmouth Point, yeah. yeah. Portsmouth Point. Followed by sure Gustav I mean. Hulff's The Planet Mars. Yep. A.K.A. the theme tune to Quatermass. Yeah. <laughs> and Influencing
3: so many science fiction. Oh,
1: yeah. Totally. Then Murray Gold, Battle in the Skies, Daleks v Spitfires. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure about that one. I thought they only included that because they needed to have Daleks. There. Yeah. Mm, yeah.
1: During the first half, we had um, the creatures come in. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> The various and we what
2: had, creatures were there. We had uh, Silurians. Yep. They stayed mainly on the stage the though,
1: annoying the um, musicians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and, and putting the conductor off something crying. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> we had the female vampires from Venice. Oh
2: yeah. Yes.
0: Were they wearing the low cut gowns? Oh, they were I think dresses. they were
2: wearing the night dresses rather right, than mm. the low cut g- gowns. Uh, we had. Sorry, uh, El Presidente had a very far away. I don't know what do you mean. He's, he's mem- remembering. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we had uh, a couple of Cybermen in the audience. Yeah. And. Jadoon? I, th- I think I saw a couple of Jadoon, yes.
0: And um, did one almost take a small child's head off?
2: I don't know. Maybe oh, this mm. time because we mm. didn't see it in the mosh pit, So, mm.
1: And with the Daleks, the, uh, a Dalek got an R. Uh,
2: yes. Mm. Yes.
1: The. In the mosh pit, they have a little stage that raises up and down. Which, I had, just have to
2: interject, well, before the concert started and while they were tuning up, the mosh pit had a swing, um, For the first a, piece. a fan, and a little mm-hmm. bit of garden from 11th Gal- Hour. Yeah, Amelia's garden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Amelia's guardian. garden.
1: First of all, onto the stage comes... The white fat darling. Yeah. <laughs> no, he yeah. came
2: second,
3: didn't he? No, no he, he came. No, on... no,
1: we had we had the um...
3: we had
2: the iron Ironside iron first.
3: That's
1: right. We had the the Ironside darling came up from the mosh pit area, yeah. sort of like, "Would you like a cup, cup of, of tea, biscuit?" <laughs> 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 and on comes the big fat.
2: The iDalek. <laughs> the oh, iDalek. The idyllic. fat controller. The yeah. yeah. fat
1: controller. <laughs> and they have a little discussion. And the amusing thing was, at one point, they had each other's lines. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Oh.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah, the lights. The lights. Both were going off at the same
3: time. Yeah,
1: or, or
2: mm. one Dalek was speaking and the other lights were going yeah. off. It didn't the quite work but it doesn't matter. didn't quite
1: sink it in. Mm-hmm. But at the end of it, the poor old, mm. old, old fashioned Dalek mm. descended Aldered into away. the depths, yep. ordered away. Yep. And. 5,000 people as one went oh. aww
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got to admit the Ironside Dalek when he come up got the, one of the biggest cheers <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah you know take note Mr uh, Vast Toffee
3: the mm, yes. old
2: Daleks are the favourite yep. yeah well I think he knows that from the DWM
0: letters. Yeah. Like I thought <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> we got a lot of flack. We Did
1: we? Didn't have the doctor's appearance till the second half. No, no, no he
0: didn't. Pause. No, so for
1: the, the first half, we basically we had Karen Gillan introduced. Yep. And for anyone that hasn't been to this, there while right the uh, yes, join that <laughs> have a look on I play. There was a few, on them um, YouTube, YouTube. There were a few downloads. Whilst the music's playing, the non-classical, the Who stuff, we get videos onto yeah. the mm, screen. Yes. Last time, yeah. Did anyone? think anything of those
3: I thought they were much better done this yeah. time than last time in la-
1: last time you
2: had um, obviously you didn't hear it but you had dialogue most of the times this time it was action scenes yeah they mm. didn't have any silent mouthing no all no. of the, the shots you see were kind of action or reaction, no yeah. actual silent dialogue. No, no yeah, no uh, taken from anywhere. It was thought, thought about this time. A
1: mm. Bit like decent fan videos that we <laughs> used to watch yeah. use. yeah. on YouTube. Yeah,
2: there were a couple of exceptions actually where they had audio from the
3: video yeah. come through over the over yeah. the. Yeah, orchestra. yeah. So when when they were speaking, you heard the dialogue. Yeah, but only in two ca- occasions. One where uh, the doctor's hanging on to the TARDIS over yeah.
2: London mm, yes. yes. Tower. That's <laughs> from, yeah, the opening the opening pieces and Stonehenge. And and the Pandorica.
1: Uh. Then after we've all eaten our haagen dazs ice creams, mm. etc., we <laughs> yeah. went into the second half. Oh, yeah. And we had a piece of classical music, Carl Off, Carmina Burana, O Fortuna. Yeah. Old, Spice, which, Old Spice. Yeah, which is known yeah. in
2: this country <laughs> as the Old Spice music, <laughs> <laughs> because they used to play it on the Old Spice videos, mm, yeah. uh, adverts. adverts yeah.
1: Murray Gold, Amy. Yep. Murray Gold, Liz, lizards, vampires, and Vincent. Yeah, <laughs> that was
2: a good piece. I enjoyed that. A classic good from
1: the thing. last last one that was very very popular. Richard Wagner's Der Valkyrie, The Ride of the Valkyries, oh, <laughs> <true>. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise known no, to those just- of a certain age as Killed a Rabbit. Killed a Yeah. Murray Gold. All the music
0: th- from Apocalypse Now. <laughs> yes.
1: yes. Yeah. As, as Rory pointed no, out. No, I <laughs> did mention
0: that.
1: Murray Gold, this is Gallifrey Vel Desem yep. Murray Gold's Pandorica Suite, which was pulled together just for the music, especially for this. Yeah. Mm, Murray nice Gold's things. Song of Freedom.
5: Mm-hmm. And
1: then just to make sure other people, other than Murray Gold <laughs> have written for Doctor Who, Ron Gaynor. Arranged by Marigold Doctor Who Theme. Mm.
2: The theme I thought was a lot more successful this time. Yeah I think district. this 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 version of the theme yeah. works very well live. The yeah. old version, the tenant version of the theme. I think their final was, tenant version, just so busy. Yeah,
1: it was was good, but
2: didn't work that well they live.
3: Were, yeah, too many instruments going yeah. on I think. And, yeah.
1: We had some extra guests though for the second half. We did. Other Mommy, than what? other than Gwynhilde yes. yes Indeed.
3: Arthur Darville Arthur turned Duff, up mm, first. Mm, for mm. yep. first. Yeah, first.
0: with it. With
1: a, with a uh, it, it was quite funny because it took a while for a few people to <laughs> realise who he was, mm. and he wasn't just the conductor walking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was dressed the same
3: in the, in the suit. suit. Well, both him and Matt Smith, uh, Matt Smith as himself anyway, yeah. were mm. dressing in black suits with black shirts.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then we had a clip for um, the doctor. Yes. Yeah. On the screen, rather l- reminiscent
2: of the clip that we had in The 08 prompt to begin with, with.
3: he's down in the uh in the program guide as being um special guest or something, yes. Yes. So, I when that came up, I was a bit afraid he wouldn't actually come on stage, yeah. Yeah, it would be,
1: that was it. I'm sitting there thinking, oh, he's not going to be here. We've got this film footage, a little little clip
2: on the big screen,
1: and he's got this bomb, and the bomb's going to go off, and he's (laughs) got to get it out of the Albert Hall. And he runs up some stairs and comes up through the little display in, <laughs> in the, the mosh mosh. <laughs> yeah. pit yeah. um, and runs off to one side and he needs a volunteer. He needs a <laughs> helper. This is <laughs>
2: good. Yeah,
1: He decides to choose an approximately seven-year-old blonde little boy. What do you say? <laughs> and nothing, nothing, nothing. And this seven-year-old is standing there, and the doctor, yeah. remember, not Matt Smith, yeah. but doctor, it's the doctor... It is oh, the doctor. He's in, he's in full costume. Yet. He's grabs, holding a flashing bomb. He's holding his flashing bomb, <laughs> grabs a wire, an invisible wire, <laughs> passes it to the boy and says, can you see this? And with all the conviction in the world, the boy says, yes.
5: <laughs>
1: you can see...
2: Matt Smith almost loses mm. it at that
5: point. <laughs> you know, he,
2: he manages, he recovers nicely, he recovers nicely, yeah. but for a couple of seconds, he's got, one mm. you can't?
1: <laughs> <There's> nothing there. <laughs> um, and that that all plays out <laughs> for a while, and sort of like this poor kid has to hold this invisible wire in his mouth, and yep. Matt asks for the autocue, because he went completely at yeah, one point. Yeah. And uh, he sort of like, does his little bit, runs off stage, up, up the stairs and leaves the auditorium. Yeah. we didn't mm. see him for the rest of the show. That's
0: very reminiscent of the two thousand eight proms, where um, the, the grass has gone bald. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: it was along those lines. Mm. It was very similar to that, but yeah. more in- audience interactions. Mm. Yeah. I it, yeah, he really did a really good job. I thought. Oh yeah,
1: yeah and I well, He, convinced...
2: he covered himself quite quickly. Mm. He, <laughs> he <laughs> convinced
1: <laughs> this seven year old that he had an invisible wire <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> well, if the
2: doctor says, "Can you see <laughs> he yeah. "Yes, of course yeah. you
1: can."
2: And the doctor tells you, yeah. "You believe it."
1: I think it was suddenly one of those moments when Matt Smith realised how much power the Doctor actually has. (laughs) And there was also a nice bit with Murray Gold, Lizard's vampire and Vincent. As you can imagine, there were lots of vampires and lizards Mm, and that wandering out. The vampires, all five of the vampire girls, (laughs) went down into the mosh pit and found a young man. Yeah. yeah, and circled, circled him. him. Yeah. Everyone else departed <laughs> by about three feet, leaving this poor bloke no, standing no. in his own, with these five girls circling <laughs> him. And they were ah, oh, they were tormenting the poor son yeah. of <laughs> They kept reaching for him <laughs> and pounding, stroking him. Yeah. <laughs> you could tell from his face that was a mixture between agony and ecstasy.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and uh, Matt Smith did return. Uh, as himself finally mm-hmm. particularly at the end yeah, all three of them came he, on he introduced um, Song for Freedom didn't he? Did am sure he yeah, did. Yeah, he could be right. And again, he got a great big cheer. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we should probably mention also the, uh, the visuals company in Gallifrey. Yes, yes. Which uh, was, on the Saturday one, all ten
2: regenerations. Yeah. Mm. Which had a little cheer for yeah. every doctor as he came on. <laughs> I, I do have to point out that Tennant got the largest cheer when he came on.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was quite nice because the regeneration for Hartnell to Troughton. The original. ...was very obviously a film an old Cine 8 of a TV screen Mm. so you had the lines go across but it was it it was atmospheric to the whole (laughs) generation it worked very well but yes Tennant tenant did even though he wasn't there he still got the largest (laughs) cheer
2: (laughs) he got the most time on screen as well (laughs) Yeah. yeah well they did the whole Regeneration sequence, the whole in, struggling back to the target. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. In um, the I can't, I still can't remember. It? End of time, part two. No, no. The you got What's it. I um, you got it in front of you. Oh, Gallifrey. Oh, and oh, the name of the. The name of the. failed de Sem. Thank you, failed, de Sem. Yeah, which is what uh, courage ten or
3: something like that, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, strength ten. The,
1: the nice thing was, even with the classical pieces, the kids weren't getting too fidgety, that kind of stuff. There were a lot Hmm. of young, young children as well as grown-up young children there. I think it would have been nice if, with some of the classical pieces, they could have um, almost cut together music video, so to speak, yeah. of old Doctor Who stuff that would have fitted in, like the fast car one. There's enough scenes where the Doctor's driven fast <laughs> things, even, you know, like Bessie and what have you, yeah. and the TARDIS along the motorway, just just to sort of, like, yeah. keep the theme going mm. through with the children Maybe. and, and A- what have you. Apart
3: from the regenerations, obviously, it was entirely uh, New Who. It new, was. Yeah. This mm-hmm. season,
2: whatever you want to yeah. call it. There were no bits of footage of any of the old
1: Tenants I mean, or
2: anything, all the footage which was of uh, this recent season yeah, except yeah, for, as yeah. you said, The Regeneration.
1: And should we mention the multiplicity versions of the programme you could purchase? <laughs> <No>.
2: <laughs> yes. Uh. Oh uh, wait! You only got one version of the program, which was in the shape of a police box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. This time you've got multi-coloured Dalek versions. Uh, yeah. You could have had a white mm-hmm. Dalek, yes. a red oh, Dalek, a
0: yellow, yellow, one, yeah. yellow Dalek, one. a blue Dalek. Bit of a gashy, really,
1: isn't it? Yeah. But, uh, oh, good grief! Yeah.
2: I would have bought the others had I had
3: the opportunity.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. I think the blue one is probably the rarest because that had the least amount of um, them sitting on the counter. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that one. Yeah. I ended up with the red one. And I think you got a white one. Oh, yes. A white one.
2: Yes. <laughs>
1: but um, if it's on again, would you recommend people to go and oh, see it? Definitely. Oh yeah. Oh God. Yes. Really good. Well, I mean, really, it's really it's as as it's been described uh, in
2: the magazine somewhere. The the CDs are the studio versions, while this is the live unplugged version, the concert. Mm. So. You get it's that concert atmosphere
3: Yeah, mm. it's, very it's much so, got to be yeah. seen
1: The one thing I noticed with this one There wasn't so much interplay between the conductor and the orchestra To some of the characters on stage The first one, the mm. Daleks took over the conductor at one point And... <laughs> one of the cellists had a fight with the, the little glask 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 <laughs>
4: yeah while
1: they were trying to play. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, there didn't seem to be that, except for the point where the Salurians all gathered around yeah. the conductor and sort of, like... <laughs> poked,
2: poked him. Poked him, him basically, yeah. <laughs> while he was conducting.
3: <laughs> uh, I hear there are a few differences in the second one, particularly they didn't have the visuals for the generations.
2: No! Oh, apparently, I don't know why. Yeah, it's, it seems strange. The only disappointment about this is because it was so late mm. when it finished. That's true. It was running over time. Massively, yeah. 20 minutes so late. We didn't have any encore. No encore. yeah. No, oh. Despite cheering, clapping the, clap, the feet on the... Stamping on the, the feet yeah. at the yeah, floors. So, but you didn't have, any, come back. Yeah, didn't have any encore, which I, no. I find slightly disappointing. What, disappointing. Yeah. But
3: then, what would they have done? Last time they did uh, Song of Freedom again, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, Song of Freedom. The Doctor
1: Who theme.
3: Yeah, well, that'd be nice. I would have liked for them to have redone um, I'm the Doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Doctor's mm. theme, but you know they wouldn't have done that one. No. So I'm not too disappointed by it. No. We've all heard Song of Freedom so many times. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have it there. It's a nice ender yeah. for it. But as an encore, no.
1: It's also quite a long piece. Yeah,
4: that's true.
2: Yeah, I hope they do one next year. Yeah. They may not. They may do it every other year. Uh, or I yeah. do whatever. they proved them so popular. I mean, the first one was a sellout both th- these two concerts have been a <laughs> yeah. sellout. Mm.
3: We're going to do four next time, I don't
2: know. Well, I mean, <laughs> it, it beggars the question you know, that it's got to, well, it hasn't got to, but it's a seller that for next year or another year. Um mm.
1: the only the only thing with that though is it, it's not a Doctor Who music concert. No. It is part of the Proms yes. and the Proms mm-hmm. is yeah, a yes. finite limit time. Yes. And yeah, the one thing they do like to do at the Proms is they use it as an introduction as a taster to other music. That's that was the whole point. Mm. Um previous years there have been film ones, the rest of it I think mm. if they were gonna do do it regularly or do it more nights they would have to take it out of the proms. Yeah. Maybe yeah, yeah. Well,
2: I'm not saying uh, do more nights, mm. but at least one <laughs> night again. Yeah. yeah.
3: They used to do the Blue Peter one every year, didn't they? They did. Yes. Doctor was taken over mm. that, basically. Yeah.
2: I think last year they did an Attenborough one instead, didn't they? Or something, mm. yeah. Reading the reviews in The Times and, oh God, I think it was The Observer, they, mm-hmm. they were very well, well praised of them. Mm. Even as they're trying to point out that what does this children's programme have to do with the proms they were still praising it they've while always try, had while a the yeah, prom
1: so. while, while trying to play it down yeah, yeah. what I mean yeah. and th- we did have the London Philharmonic Choir yes but very the nice the really very big choir, big choir. The nice thing, although it is the Proms which usually has the London Philharmonic Orchestra play, that it was actually being played by the... Knack- knack- <laughs> the Knackers! <laughs> the knackers. <laughs> played by the Knackers! <laughs> it, was, it was actually played by the National Orchestra of Wales, yeah. who mm, are yeah. the orchestra that recalled the music yeah, They're anyway. the in-house orchestra. They've yeah. done all
3: three concerts, haven't they? Yeah. They, they yeah. did the, the original Cardiff one, Children Need in Need one. Need one.
0: They did the 2008 and they've done the 2010.
1: Mm. <laughs> 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 which is quite Paris nice, because they mm. know that music yeah. very oh, well yeah,
0: yeah. But I do believe very firmly that um, the Doctor Who proms, uh, as well as sort of being a showcase for all the uh, music that's appears in the series, it's also an introduction for young people to become uh, interested in the, uh, in the uh, classics mm. that, That's what it's all about, Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: which
3: is why they put on the, uh, the non-who stuff, which is in mm. a way is a bit of a shame
4: <laughs> we, we all yeah. go
3: there to hear the Doctor team music. Yeah. Yeah. But that obviously that's the reason mm. that they, they But
1: what they something. do choose, the classical stuff, I think is quite in keeping with what mm. what's there. Yeah. And they're, they're not long fast. pieces yeah. of classical. They are And
2: also it is quite quite very up, loud and runs quite fast. Yes. Mm. The classical pieces they've chosen yeah. Yeah. very up tempo yeah. ones. Yeah. But very good evening.
3: Mm.
1: Yes. Enjoyed yes. by all. Yeah.
3: Yes, yes. Didn't mention Karen Gillen's second dress, didn't we? <laughs>
1: well, she was a you little did. bit more clash, class, ca- casually dressed Casual. for the second half.
3: Much,
2: much shorter.
1: Yes. <laughs> Not
3: <back>. that
2: short. <laughs> it was kind of top of her thighs. Notice, I like to point out that he took note of the
1: length. Oh, nice. Yes. Yes and, <laughs> and he had a very enthusiastic smile on his face While yes. he was describing that just yes. now In fact I'm getting a little worried Sitting beside him here <laughs> Whilst <laughs> I look nothing like Karen Gillan And he poured in a storm <laughs>
0: <laughs> And on that
1: And on that, on that we end our review
0: yeah. Moving swiftly onwards. (laughs) I'm
2: going to go to the moon
4: now. (laughs) You'll be in your bunk. (laughs) (laughs) Yep.
2: Despite the absence of cobblestones, fog, and the horse drawn chariots, we have elementarily been watching Sherlock.
1: So, our first episode, sometimes known as The Study in Scarlet, or in this occasion...
3: a Study in Pink. Study in yes. Pink, yes. Mm.
1: Which was the
3: first Sherlock Holmes book. Which was the first mm. book. The actual novel, yes. Yeah. And it, in some ways quite
2: similar, it, but in other ways not. It, <laughs> it's... Takes the ideas and the
0: premise of a
2: study in Scarlet, yeah, and flips them slightly. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Before we get into the review, I mean, sort of, can we explain to our listeners who haven't seen it or sort of, what the basic premise of the series is about?
1: Good idea. Sherlock Holmes in
0: Office. modern day.
1: Yeah. To say if you yes. if you've
2: read any Sherlock Holmes or know of Sherlock Holmes, then it has been updated to the mm. modern day.
0: Mm. Yes. And um, well, basically, his detective skills. He can well. He can now utilise the internet. Yeah Mm -hmm. Text Mm -hmm. Text Text, yes He
2: can uh, decipher the nature of you or anyone who owns a mobile phone
1: That was a lovely piece Yeah (laughs) (laughs) He used
2: to do the same thing with watches
3: Yes
1: The one thing that he hasn't done is although this is a new technological age He is not using it in preference of his own yes. intellectual or yeah. intelligence. Oh yeah. It's still Holmes the observer um, yeah. that's manages the deducer. A deducer rather than this being C S I yeah. where mm-hmm. everything else works it out for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. and not- one of the one of the wonderful pieces was in the back of the car where Holmes tells Watson about himself from his Mobile phone, which was a variation oh. on the watch, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, the thing is, um, in this new well, the new updated Sherlock Holmes, all right, he's still very much a freelance investigator,
3: assaulting detective, <laughs> Consulting that's detective. That's the term. Mm,
0: yeah. yeah, very much so. And uh, Dr. Watson, as in the uh, as in the original novels, I mean, he is a doctor, you know, fresh back from the war in Afghanistan, Indeed. literally, mm, literally, yeah. yes. I mean, obviously, the uh, Different war in
3: Afghanistan, <laughs> but,
0: yeah, still. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, a lot hasn't changed from 1881 no, to 2010. 2010.
0: No, really, no. <laughs>
1: it, it's
2: basically the same story, the same character, just mm-hmm. the affectations have changed
1: and in mm. the study in scarlet watson approaches an old friend to find out if he can get him somewhere to stay yeah. and he says you may wish to share an apartment with someone i know yeah
2: mm-hmm. and it's quite exactly literally. the same mm-hmm. yeah. and we meet him the same way in yeah. this in the study in scarlet yeah. sherlock holmes is in the morgue whipping a corpse to find out how long the booze is uh, can stay on the body. That's what he claims. Yeah, that's, that's what he claims. <laughs> <laughs> and in the TV series, this new Sherlock, is he doing, is he doing exactly the same is, thing?
1: Yeah. yeah. And lives at 221B. Two, two, and 221B, two, 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 B. B.
0: that's it.
1: Yep. Even with, with the the principle of the story, there was a lot of similarities between the original um, mm. Study in Scarlet. The Study in Scarlet was a two-part book and this really only took the first part of mm. the two-part book.
3: Yeah, it didn't have all the stuff in America. It no. Did, no,
1: it didn't go to America. No. And the original did... Didn't have Mycroft in it, which no, is Holmes's no. brother. Mycroft doesn't come mm. to a lot later.
0: No Moriarty, for that matter, of course. Mm, no. He's Moriarty, going to appear in the second in series. Say, I do believe he's going to appear in what is it, the uh, second series. I do believe. Well, well Moriarty. Mm, Moriarty. He's going to be played by Rupert Everett.
1: I was going to say. I oh, think I hadn't
0: heard this. Okay. Moriarty
1: has already made an appearance, yeah. so to speak. But that, that's the next one. Yes, yeah, so we've had
2: yeah far um, two, two episodes in, and we've had. This background figure that's only known as M, mm, who's been M,
3: that's right manoeuvring mm. the pieces. Mm, he but, is named by the, the cabbie.
2: Yeah, the yeah, he's named Mo- Mo- uh, Moriarty by the cabbie. Yeah, <laughs> Moriarty. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> the second of the two was the Sign of Four. Or mm,
3: yes, the Blind Banker. The Blind Banker. do mm, that the second first. episode. Yeah.
1: And in the original, mm. the Sign of Four was the second book. And was about smuggling out of the out of the Far East mm, and four yes. people who mm-hmm. basically betrayed the smugglers mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. were tracked down by the means of signs. Yeah, hence the sign of four. So very clever adaption again from the oh, original. very much
0: so. I mean, mm. um, as I say, I mean this was a very good episode. This was because um, it brought the whole um, whole idea of uh, smuggling antiquities out of the um, out, out from the uh, Far East, namely yeah, China, China yeah, yeah. and um, it involved the uh, tongs and the trier.
3: Yes. Yep. And introduce potential love interest for for Watson, Watson. Ooh, or yeah. John, as he's called, which in sh-
2: happened in the Sign of Four, which mm. happened in the original book. Like. That their client there eventually becomes Mary Watson. Mm. Ah, Mary ma- Mouls- mm. yeah, sorry. Yeah. no, ma- married to
1: Watson sorry, yes, ah, but yeah. in it she's Mary Moulston, yeah. and I think in the original she is goes to Watson to be a nurse in his practice or something like that, whereas in this one, Watson goes to be a general practitioner yeah. and mm. the fellow doctor mm. is the soon-to-be Mrs. Mm. Watson Maybe. I
3: I wonder if there's more to her than meets the eye. Maybe they get deviated and she's Mm. a bit of uh, insider for
1: Moriarty. (laughs) Mm. Well, there there is a nice scene in this one where. He, Watson takes her out for the first date and Holmes, oh, yeah. Holmes yes. hangs along, and all the rest of it yeah. and, well, playing
0: um, in playing mm-hmm, and at the
1: end of it she ends up, not by the aid of Watson, tied to a chair <laughs> yeah. with a crossbow about to go through her hair trigger. and she's, a kinky she's rescued by Holmes and as he unties him Watson says something along the lines of our next date won't be as exciting <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> if there isn't next (laughs) date but i mean um okay so a little bit of pandering to the pc lobby unfortunately um in the in the books um when holmes was presented with a very a very difficult problem to solve he would call it a two or a three pipe Pipe problem problem. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah whereas in this i mean in this day and age all smoking is very much poo-pooed and frowned upon (laughs) um whenever he was deep in thoughts um or as, you know, as, or as Basil Rathbone would do, sort of strike a pose on the uh, mantelpiece.
1: <laughs> but they did do a <laughs> nice time because mm. Mm. whilst he's trying to give up his cigarettes, yes. he's using nicotine patches, which tied it, into yeah. one of Holmes's other habits, yes. mm, which is not yeah. PC these days yeah. of the opium, by it's, him having a three nicotine patch process, day. Yeah, which I was going <laughs> to say. Yeah. Also,
2: you do get the hint. In the first episode, when they do a drugs raid mm. on Sherlock Holmes to try to get him to give get more information and get him, mm. yeah. yeah, he doesn't exactly say he hasn't got drugs mm. in the apartment. <laughs> yeah, which again is very much like the original Holmes. Uh, Arthur Conan Doyle never wrote about him shooting up, but you certainly got the impression that he used meant, uh, stimulants. Oh yeah. Mm. Though it wasn't actually referenced that many times no, it wasn't was referenced many times, think... but it was part of the Holmesian law yeah, which think which, in... which sorry which certain update stories, especially the basil Rathbone ones. Ignored completely.
0: Yeah, I mean, the thing was, I mean, it was very much in those days. It was uh, opium smoking, as opposed to um, sort yeah. of mainlining it. So. Yeah,
2: but it still wasn't written about in the books. Mm. But it was implied. Oh, it was implied. It, it, was, yeah. in it
1: was in cough mixtures. Oh, yeah. everything wow,
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, opiates. Oh.
1: But the, the 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 wonderful scene we were talking about earlier, which was the um, the watch in the original. For anyone who hasn't read Holmes in the original Holmes, he displays his powers of observation to Watson by telling Watson everything about this Mm. particular watch and down to the fact that the person who whines it is an alcoholic because it needs a key (laughs) and it's scratched scratched, and the (laughs) pawnbroker's marks on the back of Uh the watch. And this comes to a mobile phone Hmm? and he can tell that the person drinks because the charger points are scratched. scratched. Someone I know who watched this at work actually went and got their mobile phone out to have a look at the charger point. I'm not
2: an right? Another point, (laughs) I do like the gimmicks. In this, I Good. you don't necessarily get Holmes explaining how, what his thinking is, mm. but you see writing appears up on the screen. Yes, yes. Well, yeah. when, when uh, studying Scarlet, when he's checking over the body, touches his hand touches the coat, and he heads, You yeah. see the word wet. He then touches mm. the hair, dry. So you see yeah. the clues. You mm. see him putting it together, and not it, it's too much. That in the second one,
3: they
0: not so much. Once, the, it's not so much yeah, in the second it, it, it one. It happened a few times. I mean, when he was scanning through the books. Yeah, using the oh, yeah. you can actually see the the words he's looking for I mean, is it using the cryptology.
3: Yeah. I think it was any time, wasn't
1: it? I no, mean, there yeah. was a bit where he was um, Well he when was studying he came, the symbols as well. Yeah, when he came out of Chinatown after noticing that it was one five, he had the mm. symbols running yeah. past mm. him. The other thing I quite liked, and they've done it more subtly in this than they did do it in the first episode of Doctor Who relaunch, in the Who one we had the doctor suddenly do all these like <laughs> super zoom yeah. mm, yeah. vision. Yeah. They do a variation on this in that As Holmes goes into a room, the camera do a very quick shot and zoom in Mm -hmm. on certain things, which is almost, this is what Holmes is seeing. But it's not done in such a way that it either, A, makes you want to throw up (laughs) because it's done (laughs) so fast, which sometimes they are, nor is it done in a way that's too over the top. It's like, this is what he's seeing. If you didn't get what we're getting at, too late, it's gone. Yeah. Mm,
2: yeah. It's not false it's not intrusive. Yeah. It's not forced down Yeah.
1: I can't remember what the third book in the home series is, but I'm assuming the third story is going to be again based upon the third mm, I would book. Imagine so yeah. and in this sign of four it ended with our villain or villainess emailing someone, doing a correspondence mm, over you know email and M. the response was by M.
0: Yes. <laughs> so whenever I think of M, I always think of that song pop music. <laughs>
1: I'm not sure why we had Mycroft, Mark Mark Gattis in the I first one.
2: I liked it. I liked the fact it completely
1: left-footed me. I was, expe- yeah. I was
2: expecting uh, the Sherlock Holmes' standard, which is virtually always Mycroft, uh, not Mycroft, uh, Moriarty. Mm. And it was and, intended to make you think that. Yeah, no, yeah. but I, it completely left-footed you. and. I do like the idea of him being... Um, Secret oh, Service. No, 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 no. I'm trying to remember the, the arch-offspring arch or, or oh, arch-sibling. Yes.
1: Arch, arch yeah. From what I can make out, this has become very, very popular very quickly and they're high ratings and they are looking at doing another series. Mm, yeah. I don't think this would work as a long-running series, as three or four hour and a half... Movies. Mm, yeah, Movies. It, it. Yeah. works quite well. Yeah. Because there are only so many Holmes books... When you start writing fresh and although this is written fresh you can tell which home stories Mm -hmm. these are it could have the risk of turning into an English version of The Mentalist or something like that if it's not done very Mm -hmm. very well. I don't think it's something that would be sustainable as say a twelve part no. one hour one oh, no, no, without no, no, no. then losing something.
2: No. And also another thing, I'm probably gonna be panned for this, but some of the Sherlock Holmes stories just aren't very good. They're very samey. They get very samey yeah, because um, uh, Conan Doyle lost interest in the character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did kind of stop explaining how Holmes. Yeah, that's it, I mean, it. was just suddenly magic. I mean, yeah. I yeah. can imagine
0: this. Well, as I say, sort of. I mean, that would be the ideal format. You know, sort of a run of three sort of hour and a half shows. I mean, obviously, there's only a finite amount of um, sort of Sherlock Holmes novels and short yeah. stories that originally appeared in the Strand magazine. Oh,
2: it's kind of mm. thirty or forty. I mean. there, oh, there's right. a large. Uh, there's mm. a lot of them. But yeah. as I said, towards the end, he mm. l- lost interest.
1: Well, as long as, as long as you've got the actual basic plot because that's the one thing they're just using the scanning yeah. of the original plots mm-hmm. yeah. and bringing it up so whilst the original sign of four was quite different there there are enough key similarities yeah, oh, you no know key you know, origin. these are bankers they were originally smugglers mm-hmm. so these were mm. smugglers as well so even if Conan Doyle's writing did tend to train off as long as the the actual crime is yeah. there to, mm-hmm. to actually expand upon. Mm-hmm. Then I think they can still work it because mm-hmm. they're, they're going to twist it and bring it up to date. Oh, very
0: much so. so what about the two leads?
1: Uh, brilliant, brilliant, but very a very
0: good combination, I'd say.
2: I think uh, Martin Freeman, again, is. Um, it's a surprise to me, but it shouldn't be a surprise. He's mostly known as a comedy actor, but he's mm. a very good, serious oh, actor. Great, yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: But there is a comic element to what... Yes. He plays it totally straight, but yeah. there's... Mm-hmm. Like lo- with the graffiti, there's a lovely scene in this where they go <laughs> oh, to get yes. graffiti mm. artists. The graffiti <laughs> artist throws him the spray paint and no, that, he's left standing yeah. there holding the spray can Yeah, as community two community PCOs And he's like looking And it's a lovely comedy moment But it's mm-hmm. played totally but straight
0: Or the, <laughs> the scene in the uh, young, uh, young Chinese woman's apartment Where her homes is in there sort of looking for clothes
1: Being strangled
0: Being strangled <laughs> Yeah and uh, Watson is standing outside the front door, sort of getting more and more frustrated because Holmes isn't answering. Going, oh, yes, did. and it's all no. down to you and your massive ego, and all the while, sort of, Holmes is being strangled by this Chinese assassin. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'd like they've done with
2: Watson is they haven't made him an idiot. No. Too no. many films have yeah. made Sherlock uh,
1: have made Dr. Watson
2: the bumbling idiot. Nigel Everything Bruce. has yeah, to be explained Nigel to him. Well, that's All the thing films.
1: that I like, because in the books, yeah. Watson isn't the idiot. No. Watson's no. actually very intelligent. Oh, he is the action yeah. hero. He's a, he's a doctor, he's mm. a surgeon, and he's an
2: ex-soldier. Mm.
1: If anything, if you likened it to Doctor Who, Watson is Captain Jack... <laughs> to Holmes's doctor because Holmes isn't really one for violence. No. Watson is the one that goes in mm. and beats people up. Watson is the one that will carry the gun, gun yeah. etc. He's s- the action hero part of it. Having said that, though, the Holmes from the
2: book was trained in jiu jitsu.
1: Yes. He mm-hmm. never He's a
2: boxer. Yeah, wasn't he? he was a boxer, and he was about the only person in this country who at that time was trained in jiu jitsu. Mm. Though he never. Physically fought in the books, he was more mm. than capable. Mm. Yeah. Mm.
0: yeah. So the question is I mean, what are they going to do for the very last episode? I mean, are Holmes and Moriarty going to tip over the uh, modern day version of oh, the we working We've got a long way to I'll go, to go there. Okay. Mm. I,
1: I, one thing I want to say about Benedict Cumberbatch or Cumberband is. Cumberbatch, <laughs> Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Was um, initially I thought you, we're so used to having Holmes as quite an older, mature statesman mm. character. Mm-hmm. And I was a bit concerned that he was going to come across as this almost egotistical brat, <laughs> for <Yeah. laughs> want of a better word. And there is an element of that, but it's so well played mm, yeah. that he's annoying and you wouldn't want to spend too much time in Holmes's company. It's
3: always true, he's always an arrogant. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. And that's what
1: comes across so well. He does play it so very, very well. It would be very easy, I would have thought, to make this character a little bit too one dimensional and annoying And he mm. hasn't He's fleshed the character yeah. out mm. very well
2: Yep So, uh,
1: so are you going to hang in there?
2: Was well, only one left to go <laughs> I know, that's why it's <laughs> difficult to, But yeah Definitely, I definitely So can... you'd, you'd go back again?
3: I'm sure I get it on Blu-ray. Yeah, Um, yeah. I look forward to the next season. As a
2: a a quantity effect for me is would I be willing to buy this on DVD? And
1: yes, yes, I would be quite happy to go Mm. out and buy it. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. does.
2: Have the feel
3: of a kind of Moffat, Gateis sort of yeah. series. Oh, yeah. it is so. very modern, quite fast-paced, lots of humour to it, mm. lots of running. <laughs> yeah, lots of running. It is a bit like New Doctor Who. Yeah, I I think it's actually a lot
1: better than Do Doctor. I think the writing on this and the production on it are a lot lot better than what mm-hmm. he did on Who this year. But I don't know if that's because um, he's dedicated time to it because of the, the market it's aiming at or what. But I think yeah, it's, it's a, a lot better format. on this. It's, it's a different format. Yeah. Twice
3: as long, every episode twice mm. as long. Oh, I mean,
0: I, I mean, I'll give it a big thumbs up. I mean, yeah. as I say, Mark Gages and Stephen Moffat, I mean, they've actually sort of made the transition of Holmes from from the archetypal mis streets of Whitechapel mm. in Victorian London to um, yeah, the modern-day sort of um, yeah, financial capital. I, 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 mean, I, I think, was I concerned. Think, I mean, I think they've done that admirably. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah.
1: yeah.
0: I was afraid that the modern version, because
3: of the, uh, the Nigel Bruce and... Um, mm, Basil Rathbone. Basil Rathbone, they were... Modern day at the they, time, they
2: updated it for their time, yeah. And
3: they are bad, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, the, the whole idea of Sherlock Holmes fighting Nazi spies, I mean, yeah. yeah.
1: And I have to say, Lestrade is just the right side of an idiot, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> even if 221B two, two, Baker Street these days is a bank, a bank, <laughs> yes. Uh, the, but it does actually uh,
0: have uh, Mr. Holmes's more. secretary,
2: it, it does. Mm-hmm. There is one, and I know this is from the film but it sums up Lestrade perfectly, is he turns around to him and says, one day, Sherlock, you'd make a very good actor. Yes, and one day you might make a good policeman.
4: Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Worth watching. Mm. Do so. Catch it if you can. Mm, Definitely. Anyway, you lovely people out there, you've all been sending us feedback. Yee, thank you. I mm-hmm. wish we have many, many, many examples.
1: Before we go to the feedback, we haven't said... <gasps> <gasps>
0: oh,
1: my God, he's oh looking no. annoyed.
0: I know. He's glaring at Jean. He is.
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't my fault. I just told them we haven't said hello to you. Please don't glare at me.
0: You can almost see the palpable Pertwee rays emanating <laughs> sure from his he's eyes. He's not
1: ogling Grunhild and at the it other end be. of the yeah, room. Yeah, he could, could be. Yeah, be,
0: yeah. probably. <laughs> In her fess and scarf, looking mm-hmm. yes. seductive
2: temptress. Hello, head of Pertwee. Hello, head of Pertwee.
1: Hello, head of Pertwee. Please don't get anything else for this show.
2: I've got a mini Grunhild and
1: Hello, Minnie, Minnie. Hildon. <laughs> He's got a
2: plastic voodoo doll that he <laughs> does things with at night. Oh, yeah. She has
1: opposable
2: poseable. <laughs> yeah, we, are, we don't want to know
0: that. She has movable limbs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we have one here from Benjamin Elliot. Hello, Hello Benji. Benjamin. 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 <laughs> he says, greetings, staggering stories team, both flesh and product based." <laughs> <Ooh>.
4: <laughs> Long flesh time since
0: I had the chance forward slash energy to write. <laughs> Overall, series 2010 has been excellent. Oh, yeah. Looking forward to what the Grand Moff, or the Grand Hallway Pacer as uh, so he's back on Gallifrey 2008, <laughs> That's for the next series. I also enjoyed hearing the Proms concert on the radio. Oh, I yes. know BBC America will never air the TV version, but MTV yeah. had a high defi- definition concert channel Ooh. called Palladia that loves airing British music events. Yeah. Maybe it can buy the Doctor Who and other Proms for the US audience. I hope so. Mm. I think they'd like it. Yeah. MTV having a channel that still focuses on music, shocking, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Adam may have shown the rest of you the new Mr. Dalek story I sent him recently. Mr. Dalek robs a bank. Oh, I, yeah. tentative, I tentatively plan to tell three more stories which are banging around in my head. Oh, yeah, that could be bad. Mm. <laughs> then I'm hanging up my Mr. Dalek hat. Oh. Huge cheering from Tony Gallashon. Uh,
2: <laughs> we'll ignore the Galishon. No. <laughs> Galishon! <laughs> <Arr! laughs>
0: Leaving the character free for others to write stories about Cue quite sobbing from Tony Galichon (laughs) (laughs) I could probably keep coming up with amusing ideas For our favourite pint-sized exterminator But so far I have managed to write each story in a different style And Mm -hmm. I want to stop before there are any two stories That can be read in the same way Ah. The time is coming to write something different The way we
1: read them Mm. nothing can be read in the same way
0: Bye for now, Benjamin Elliot.
1: Thank, Thank, Thank you, Benjamin! Yes. I
0: have indeed read it. So I must pass it around to you lot before
3: the, uh, the end of the month. Oh, very good. A little bit political. Oh, yeah,
1: <laughs> That means I'm not allowed to do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bye for now, Benjamin Elliot. Coming soon, Mr. Dalek, The Specials. Oh, Ooh. Mr. Dalek robs Bank. <laughs> the final romp in the Benjamin Elliot written instalments as our tiny fiend plots to rob one of the biggest and most evil banks on Earth. Can he pull it off (laughs) (laughs) The search Leave it (laughs) The search for Mr Dalek Part 2 Lost in development problems for a year (laughs) The conclusion of last year's over-operatic epic You will never look at the opening minute of Time of the Rani In the same way again Because now it will make sense Oh oh, (laughs) dear And thirdly Mr Dalek plays with fire The truth is When you assign a nickname to a person It stings It hurts (laughs) Most of us don't want to be known by nicknames. Call us by the names we choose, because, just like Mr. Dalek, you never know when the person you're hurting is just a little bit dangerous and able to fight back. Oh. Thank Ooh. you, Benji. Ooh. And finally, <laughs> still to be titled a DVD release set about the end of Western civilization, and the staggering stories team was blamed.
2: <laughs> oh, I get it. Okay.
0: <clears throat> what happened to Mr. Dalek and the survivors of Crawley after the world that we all knew ended? Who finally conquered the Earth, and all the things to survive the apocalypse, and why do we still have television? <laughs> <laughs> Watch this space. I'm, oh, I I'm getting
1: a little worried about Mr That's Elliot. So <laughs> a little? Should we be advising nice people with white coats?
0: <laughs> Back to front shirts. Mm, yes. Yes. All the mashed banana you can eat. Rooms <laughs> with rubber wallpaper. <laughs> no knives or forks, no yep. spoons. Or crayons. Mm. Smokes. <laughs>
2: okay, we have one here from Not the Tin Dog. Oh. Michael. 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 Hello, Michael. Hello, Michael. Hello, Michael. Hello, team, and the egregious head of Pertwee on his spike. (laughs) I enjoyed your latest audio outpouring, but thought Jean was very quiet. You could hardly (laughs) shut fake Crumbly up, though. She spoke nearly as much as the wonderful head himself. Speaking of which, hello to cardboard Amy also. (laughs) We've now got a plastic mini uh, cardboard. Mini-able? No, plastic mini cardboard. (laughs) Plastic mini Amy.
1: We've got Adam's plaything. Yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I was also talking to a friend about the resolution of the plot arc from the series Fanag. Oh. And I recall how, at the start, we thought that Amy's crack was following her around. Well, obviously, mm. in a literal sense, Amy's crack is following her around. I mean, oh, you get the idea.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but I had a thought. The time fissures o- opened up everywhere she went. But no, damn you vast toppy MN, copyright fake Keith 2008, <laughs> wrong-footed me again. Sherlock was awesome. I love you, Moffat. <coughs> <laughs> Adam told me that on FB... Facebook. Thank you. ...that it was based on a study in Scarlet. Uh-huh. I didn't get that, probably because I haven't read it in years. Yeah, it was definitely based on... Even down, oh, yeah. ...even down to the racked Rachel. They flipped that. Yes. They did. They did flip that. And yep. the, the tablets. And yep. yep. Awesome. Guess the title was a clue, though. Cumberbatch? Awesome. Yep. Martin Freeman? awesome Mm -hmm. mark gattis what a plot twist (laughs)
5: <laughs>
2: the, cla- uh, the cabbie was creepy too. Oh, great job! Yeah, he yeah, never
1: yeah. plays ca- creepy people, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so
2: personally, I'm never going to be talking to children in the same light again. <laughs> no. no, he did. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, as you can see from the most boring picture of Jimi Hendrix, no longer has a hand in staggering stories, and it's unsurprising <laughs> since he died in 1970. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, uh, the the image was on iTunes. Mm. In the ah, last episode. Right, right thank you ttfn all michael not the tim dog is signing off toodles and then he's got a i'm not sure if it's a load of v's a load of upside down news or w's all together here it's a blah, 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 blah. <laughs> brackets that was a high cue. i i'm in a weird state of mind Close brackets Oh, the end bit was a haiku. The the end bit, yeah. What is a
1: haiku? A poem, a Ah. Japanese poem of certain length and certain length, and it doesn't have to rhyme. Yeah, fourteen syllables. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's a very specific poetic Ah. form that not many people outside of Japan get. No, I'm not sure that many people in Japan get. Mm. (laughs) Not
2: not sure that Michael's got either, (laughs) but we won't go into that now.
1: (laughs) We have one here from Stephen. Hello, Stephen. 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 (laughs) Dear yeah, the Staggering Stories team, Feet, Silent Fake Keith Crumbly, cobbled Amy, and Head of Pertwee. Feet.
4: That <laughs> is what say it.
1: That like is spelled F E A T, but ah, it's still, feet. you know, not sent in feedback for a while, so I've missed quite a few things. But you seem to have been created some feet. <laughs> <laughs> Ashes to Ashes was very good. Yes. Mm -hmm. A fitting climax to a fantastic series. Yep. Although in first viewing, I did misunderstand it thinking that Sam Tyler had been the one to kill Hunt, and that the only reason Hunt couldn't pass on through to the next world was because he hadn't resolved the problems he had had whilst he was alive, in that he was still as brash as he (laughs) was when he was... Got Alive. killed in the mm. first place. Hope that made sense. <laughs> sort of yeah. sort of, yeah. of, yeah.
2: But you were wrong.
1: Yeah. Mm. Doctor Who was the best series (laughs) since 2007.
0: (laughs) Round of applause for saying that,
1: round of applause. (laughs) The
0: words came out very reluctantly, but they did come out.
1: I've missed actually (laughs) being excited about Doctor Who, so have I. (laughs) (laughs) That's an ad-lib directly from Jeannie. And this series made me impatient for Saturdays once again. Amy excited me too. And excited El Presidente. What? But that's a different story. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> and on to the podcast topics. Uh oh. Sherlock Holmes. Yes. Probably my favourite thing on television I've ever seen, really? except for black books. Um. But I think Moffat's expert scripting beats it in every way. I get what he's talking about, Black Books. I like Black Books, yeah. and that's a bit quirky as well. Mm. It's a smart, complex, and interesting. This is Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, <laughs> it's a smart, complex, and interesting show that frantically had me glued to the screen the whole way through. Yes, mm. I've not seen episode two, so I couldn't get all excited. But the episode one is good enough to justify buying the whole box set. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm loving Martin Freeman's Gormless John Watson. <laughs> Freeman does Gormless so well. Yeah. <laughs> and the only thing wrong with it is the fact that we're already halfway through the series. Sad face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad the BBC have commissioned more. Moffat truly is the king of British TV. <laughs> Stephen the all- is the queen. Yes. <laughs> Stephen also likes to say, Dear Reese, uh-huh. sorry, but I thought Stargate Universe was more boring than sitting through 500 Doctor Who figure reviews in a row. <laughs> Quote, And this figure is really good because its arms turns 360, <laughs> but it's really bad because people can't do that in real life. But it's really good because its <laughs> legs can lift up and bend. It's really bad because people's legs don't do that. <laughs> oh, wait, they do. Now, let's take a look at the packaging. As you can see, it's oh, still doing you know. got... <laughs> Seriously, they exist. Look them up on YouTube. Uh, From Stephen. Thank you. Thank you, Stephen. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Right, we have one here from Robert. Hello, Hello,
3: Robert. Robert. He says, he writes, Dear Staggering Stories team and the increasingly competitive head of (laughs) (laughs) Pertwick. And a big hello to the silent, but I'm sure deadly, fake crumbly. (laughs) Please don't be afraid to speak on the podcast. We don't bite. Well, most of us don't. (laughs) Not much. Well, a few of us don't. (laughs) Well done, the last podcast. I just thought I'd write to talk about a few things you discussed on the last podcast. First off, Stargate Universe
4: (laughs)
5: Brace
3: yourself, Reese, this isn't going to be pleasant for you. Wait, just realised how that sounded. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tense up, it's the most natural thing in the world. (laughs) I was a fan of both Stargate SG one and Atlantis. I even had the movie on VHS. God I feel old saying that. (laughs) So when both series were cancelled, admittedly for SG one after ten years, I was disappointed. However, when news of the new Stargate series was announced, my spirits were lifted. However, for me, personally, the universe has been disappointing. It's fair to say that SG-1 and Atlantis never took themselves too seriously. They referenced other sci-fi shows and repeated the same old sci-fi storylines. However, the characters often referenced that they were treading the same ground as other sci-fi shows and therefore made it clear they were essentially saluting their contemporaries. However, they did have some of their own brilliant stories and enemies. Stargate Universe suffers from the fact they are taking it far too seriously, and that would be good if they had more to do in the show, but most of the series has been the crew trying to survive, i.e. find food and water, and generally being miserable. (laughs) None of the characters are giving the audience any incentive to get attached to them, with the possible exception of Dr. Rush, played by Robert Carlyle. Mm -hmm. We are given constant sad stories about the crew's past and peaks into their mental states that seem to overpower the rest of the programme. SD-1 characters had these sad pasts, but it was never dwelled on for too long. I watch sci-fi programs for escapism. If I wanted to see a group of people being cold, hungry and miserable, <laughs> I'd watch Big Brother. Hands <laughs> over. However, I've enjoyed the Doctor Adventure games. They are brilliant free games to play and keep you amused for an hour or so. Mm-hmm. They are not something I would pay for. No. But they're good all the same. One thing I don't get is, in the second game, the Cybermen are, that they use are the Cyber Cybermen, but they're treated like the original Cybermen. I think mm. the Cybermen are being mm. treated like the McGuffin race that people don't really have to explain too much about, or people are ignoring the whole alternate universe angle. Anyway, Mustache, be nice to the real Keith. Ah, oh, thank you. <laughs> Viva el Presidente. Viva el Presidente. Viva. Bob be with you. Thank you. Bob. Robert, a.k.a. Tarquin, a.k.a. Face of Bob, a.k.a. Kate, a.k.a. Adric. Come <laughs> on,
4: guys, can't we
2: decide on one? <laughs> You'll always be Bob to me. Bob. It's Bob. sounding
1: like Star Stargate Universe is the Stargate's version of Star Trek Voyager. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Well, maybe.
0: I, I liked Voyager.
1: Yeah, but Voyager <laughs> was kind of like them, them off on their own and purely surviving mm, rather yeah. than part of the whole yeah. stuff. And it did start to take itself a bit seriously yes. as well.
5: Definitely.
3: Yeah, maybe a bit of Enterprise yeah. took itself a bit seriously. Didn't mm-hmm. it?
5: Mm,
1: That's but... the one thing I did like about Stargate was the humor. They even did yeah. an old yeah. X-Files send up and that yeah. kind of stuff. Oh yeah. Well,
3: yeah, I mean <laughs> the episode 100 and 200.
0: Mm,
1: yeah. 200, oh, definitely that's it, taking yeah. the mickey
0: of
3: themselves. Mm. I have been uh, given some DVDs of Stargate Universe by a listener who uh, i should sure <laughs>
1: not name. <laughs> um, Hello, reese so, No, it was
3: not recently. Oh. Oh. So we will have a chance to, to watch them. We haven't had a chance yet. Yes. We make our own minds up and uh,
2: let you Ho- know at some point. Hopefully that will also be thrown into the commentary.
3: Yeah, we can no doubt do a commentary and slate it or praise it or... <laughs>
2: Ah. Fall asleep? Who knows?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Commentary. This is a
3: <laughs> rubber, but it is on the car. Yeah. Oh, and we have one bit of audio
1: feedback. Oh, 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 oh! Oh, it's on his MP3 player, and yeah. he's got two things sticking out the end of it. <laughs> well, he had so much trouble last time. Mm. Yeah. And we're gonna have a high-pitched bleat to go fight some life <laughs> out. No, no,
0: no.
2: <laughs> don't need that anymore.
3: i'll
0: All
5: check. Right. Mm-hmm. Hello, staggering stories, team, etc, etc. It's Evil Dave again, a much shorter Dave. feedback this time. So we in the States have caught up with our Doctor Who, oh, yeah. And here <laughs> are my thoughts. Hell, yeah. So, the Big Bang. Oh, yes. Well, all along, the doctor has been saying that history can be rewritten, and yep. apparently so, because he basically rebooted the entire universe. <laughs> there yep. several problems that come with this. Especially regarding that the Doctor was not one of these things that got rebooted, which means he was never there. All those times beforehand where the Earth was in peril from the Cybermen, from the Daleks, Mm -hmm. the Doctor was not there to save the day, Mm -hmm. which makes you wonder... Was the Doctor the cause of these problems (laughs) in the first place? And therefore, if he wasn't there, these problems never arose? Or is the Doctor actually useless and (laughs) things would have resolved themselves anyway? So that is a dilemma to Mm. ponder Mm. while awaiting the Christmas special. Another thing is the TARDIS had only... So many atoms from whatever places the TARDIS had visited. Presumably, if you're going to have the second Big Bang, the only thing that's going to be created are those planets the TARDIS has visited. Which Mm -hmm. means, from now on, the Doctor can only visit planets that the TARDIS has already been to. Granted, this Mm -hmm. could be... Before the doctor stole the TARDIS, but still, that seems <laughs> to true. limit his options. Another thing is, how did the universe get rebooted so perfectly with so few changes? If you think about the mathematical improbability <laughs> that the <Mother laughs> atoms would recombine throughout history, so the only real changes were that Amy still had her parents. That seems that worries, odd to me. Back. Yeah, I mean, if you look into chaos theory, just one slight change anywhere is going to multiply and form many changes throughout. So my impression is that Stephen Moffat's pretty much overstepped his bounds with this one. People blamed Russell T. Davies for being a bit over the top. This is over the top and then some. (laughs) This is odd because I actually was entertained by the episode. I liked the pacing. I liked the characters. It was a good dynamic to have Rory and Amy, young Amelia, the Doctor, and River. I spoke of before how Moffat lifts from other movies and television. Night at the Museum It's beyond just taking place in a museum It was the Dalek display Coming to life If you think about it The only doctor now is The 11th Uh, So Matt Smith is the only doctor All the others have been erased from history There's no Troughton There's no Davison There's no Bakers There's (laughs) no Tennant There's no Eccleston There's just Matt Smith's doctor But I get the impression that they didn't think too deeply regarding this. That (laughs) seems to be my biggest problem with Doctor Who is they really don't think about the repercussions of what happens in the story. I know it's traditionally been very loose with the science but for Pete's sake crack open a physics book every once in a while. I know how the doctor was saying that he has never witnessed a miracle but it seems like miracles follow him wherever he goes because (laughs) it certainly doesn't follow hard science. And again perhaps it's just me. I have a tendency to look too deeply into things so and just to prove that I'm not always Same down mode. on stuff i have a 30 second recommendation for oh yeah me. oh right starting now, Burn Notice is the story of Michael Weston, a former spy dumped in Miami. He employs the help of a former Navy SEAL played by Bruce Campbell, his on-and-off girlfriend, and even his chain-smoking mother in order to find out who had him removed from spy service. Burn Notice takes the best of the A-Team, MacGyver, the Pretender, and Miami Vice. Michael uses his spy abilities to reluctantly help people in trouble. He makes spy equipment out of everyday items. Donovan gets to stretch his acting muscles by going undercover as anything from a psychopath to a doctor. Plus, there are plenty of equipment. Women. And that was my review exactly 30 seconds. Wow, congratulations. I'm, Keith. I'm back from the dead. Here's to your podcast, and I wish you many new listeners. Be well. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. As the TARDIS was. At the first Big Bang creation of time, when they went there with the Christmas special with the spider, then it picked up any particles from the original Big Bang, so it therefore Uh, has uh, all the bits that created the universe. It wasn't the TARDIS,
3: show; it was the Pandorica. Mm. Yeah. The the Pandorica uh, had atoms from from the original universe, universe. and one atom is enough to rebuild the entire universe. Yeah, yeah, they did explain it. A bit like DNA is enough to clone a person. Yeah.
1: One thing my brother who also listens to this occasionally, in America asked is, if the entire universe has been rebooted, does that mean that the Time Lords have been rebooted outside (laughs) Little Time Bubble Mm, and are free from their time bubble?
3: No, I don't think so. I don't think so.
1: Because we know they're not dead or they're not destroyed. Mm. They are there. They're just just Mm. time-locked. But has the reboot
3: unlocked I don't think so. so. What it's done is it's put the universe back to how it was before the explosion. So the time was still locked away. Yeah, um, But least... if it
1: is back to how it was before the explosion, yeah. yep. are we dealing with an Amy now who has experienced the Canary Wolf, Dalek Cyberman? No. Or haven't they? In which case, are we then still in an alternative the... universe or has it all been reset <laughs> in a you're, different you're, way? You're, ah, desperately hanging on to that. <laughs> before the, no,
3: no, I'm just... Before the explosion is a crucial point, everything that's been lost through a time... Through the fissure, through the, Amy's cracks, is still gone because they were gone before the explosion. Right. The difference is with Amy's parents, she brought them back through her memory. Same with Rory and the doctor eventually.
1: So, what he raised about the past doctors.
3: So the Doctor being brought back through to this reality would restore the Doctor's history completely. As, as he is.
1: But it wouldn't restore his involvement in things that have happened on Earth because they haven't necessarily happened.
3: They have. They still happened.
1: So did the Canary Wolf. That
3: happened? still happened. <laughs> the, the, the best way to look at this is cause and effect are messed up because of the cracks. Yeah. So there are effects without cause. Right. For example, the obvious case in point is, is Amelia Pond. She has no parents. Mm. Why was she born? Yes. She is a cause without an effect, without a cause, rather. So the same thing is true of anything. any time the Doctor has saved Earth. Even though the Doctor's been erased from history, Earth was still saved. It's just nobody can explain why or how. Nobody necessarily
2: remembers it, but it still happened to my mind the narration worked
0: narratively thank
5: you
2: Na- it worked <laughs> narratively so it obeyed the words uh, the laws of narrative so it works it, <laughs> if you look at the season as a whole it, it does all hang together yeah
1: so let's see what he comes mm, back on that yeah, one name
3: yeah. yeah. <laughs> put the, th- the same thing with uh crucially with the um, the two-parter with the angels yeah the moment they were sucked into the crack everything should have been reset yeah they should have mm. gone Octavian should then, not have been dead they shouldn't the, yeah. Byzantium would never have crashed. Mm. but the effect was still there. The mm. cause
0: was gone. Or we could you know, could just say it's a load of old science and just sit back and enjoy it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> That's it, yeah.
0: Yeah, so time kind of papers over the Because this could really cause a
1: headache for when they're exactly. writing future stories mm. to reference back to old ones. <laughs> um, doctor Who has a wonderful
2: outlook on continuity.
1: He suffers from amnesia frequently. Yeah, ignore it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, this is why, why Moffat had done this. Yeah, He says, so he can now say so any continuity errors... Well, not continuity errors, the, their effects of, of the crack. crack. But yeah, then there's
1: also the fact that we haven't actually finished yet because no, no. this was the first half. We've got the silence has fallen and that. So, whilst we know the Amy that he encountered in the first episode is in a different timeline to what it should all be, yeah. hence the mobile phones that are in the wrong place, the wrong technology in the wrong time, we don't know how much is yet to be revealed. reset yeah. or mm. revealed. Mm in the next ones um True. so we could be hypothesizing on something that yeah. not actually there this could be all an alternative universe there could be an ultimate reset that takes it back we don't know because there's there's almost another yeah. half ba- of basically story.
2: basically what's happening is we're trying to sum up the entire book after just reading chapter one maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from all i can gather from what Moffitt has said whether we believe
3: it or not at this stage <laughs> yeah his his real motive was to reset the doctor universe back to our universe yeah so mm-hmm. people don't know there are aliens out there they're not used to being invaded every christmas
2: mm. day
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah i mean
2: it was one splitting slightly it was wonderful but that was the trouble with buffy mm. it was no longer our universe by the time we got to season seven mm. monsters and vampires and demons are a common thing yeah so exactly. it's no longer mm. here yeah.
1: And it is one of those things with the you know, the anonymity of the doctor. It was beginning yeah you know, okay, we know why everyone in Amy's town knew the doctor, but it was getting to the point where like the whole planet seemed to know who the doctor well, was. Yeah. <laughs> Appeals <laughs> for him
3: on T V. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: um and whilst there were people that knew who the doctor was, as in the first episode, you know, the yeah. internet stuff. Yeah. It it was getting a bit Farcical and public. Mm,
3: Yeah. 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 Anyway, that's a big topic for another day, maybe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And so dear listeners, that brings us once again to the end of another podcast. But never (laughs) fiss. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But in the next one there'll be more of the same, more fun frivolity and jollity. More news and reviews, more who old and new. So until that carnal cataclysm falls down upon us... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Real Keith. <laughs> <laughs> this is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Goodbye.
2: da Fezzes are called. Cool.
3: You have been listening to Starry Stories Podcast, Series 1, number 83, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Gene Riddler and Keith Dunn the News Express here, those of the speaker, and don't necessarily represent those other speakers on the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this podcast, an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. Ah, we forgot to mention Hooverville again. Hooverville 2010, coming up right at the very end of this podcast. There is a promo of it from the great Tin Dog himself. Listen through, you want to go there. We can't make it, but you want to be there. It's going to be great.
2: Peter picked a pack of pickled. Peppers. Did he? He did. He did. Where d- did he put them? No, this is a children's
3: <laughs> um, show. We don't actually
2: go there. OK.
1: Gordon's alive! <laughs> Gordon Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> do I need to practice my goblimey Governor Cockney for when we go to America? <laughs> I think you do. I
2: think you, see, we've, we've either got to speak goblimey or cut glass. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but that's, God, that's just
0: reinforcing the, the stereotypical images. I know, I know.
2: I want to go to a, a diner and order toast on one side. <laughs> toast done on one side and send it back if it's toasted on five. I
1: did have an American at convention once, mm-hmm. and I sort of like, someone happened, and I said, oh, for Christ, strike a light. <laughs> and she looked at me do people actually say this? <laughs> Where have I come from, they <laughs> <laughs> And we say Gordon Blair Bennett. I said, I wouldn't who he was.
0: But... <laughs> oh, blimey, strike a light. Governor. Governor. Uh,
1: go blimey, governor, strike a light.
0: <laughs> it's like the um, first time I was out in Egypt on uh, one of the dive boats we were on. um had this Turkish guy there. He was teaching us all these Turkish swear words. And so we decided to reciprocate. But instead of sort of teaching him all the F's and C's and things like that, Here's what we're saying, here's a really nasty one Oh my giddy aunt <laughs> Right, for our prologue tonight Yeah As um, as you're the only female of the species here tonight I'm going <laughs>
1: to have
0: to call on you for your services. <laughs> I'm going to have to call upon you for your services
1: Okay, well mm-hmm. <laughs> As you're getting married soon Can I ask what these services <laughs> <is in> entail? <time. laughs>
0: well, it involves a lot of groaning
1: Okay, okay. <laughs> in in a in a provocative manner, I take it.
0: No, actually, um, pretend you're in childbirth.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: Coming to a crescendo, so to speak.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, <laughs> when I point to you again, you just have to say, "Well, oh, not too bad, actually."
1: I hate it. She has got to find um find the find the inner music motivation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Seems how one has never passed the bowling ball out of sight. It's sort of like, a ah,
0: ah, 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 Yeah, I mean, ah, I'll get this. i go on one more push. Like, okay. <laughs> right. right, whenever you're at your most tuneful. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> you sure that's, birth? Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's more like. Oh! oh no,
2: okay, I got a good
1: outfit. No, time. no, I am going to be.
2: I don't need this. I am going to be sleeping on my own tonight. <laughs> no! No! Yes! Yes!
0: That was especially for wind. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that as well.
2: my lady love is over 70 miles away so i'm going to be Mm. sleeping my own tonight
1: (laughs) if we don't count the cat yeah if we don't count the cat the cat's already taken over the bed
0: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, right whenever you're ready from the top (laughs) from the top
1: (laughs) (laughs) sorry nobody look at me Gonna She's
4: gonna, gone pink! Uh, and this is
1: going to sound so, so terrible. <laughs> oh, no, that's the whole point. It's a
0: comedy introduction.
1: <laughs>
0: we so, do things like that, do we? We do comedy
1: introductions. So, so, oh. We do weird ones, usually. Like, yeah. um, <clears> okay.
4: <throat> I thought. It's almost there! <laughs>
1: Stop it! I can't do it Stop laughing at me
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right now dear Now that you've got These skin tight jeans on How do you feel?
1: I forgot the line (laughs) (laughs) What
0: was the line? Not too bad actually Okay come on
2: I'm just wondering what your neighbours <laughs> <Well>, yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't want to ever hear that again. <laughs>
0: Play it oh. back now. <laughs> oh, Win's gonna be sitting
1: there. Yeah. I'm sorry, Win. They made me do it. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. I
2: like it in the te- in the times they mentioned his name once and then from then on it was Cubberbund.
0: <laughs> uh, but never fear dear listeners there'll be more of the same more news and reviews more
1: you no. <laughs> boy. <He's> got... <laughs>
0: I love Satan worship me <laughs> <laughs> I was at the San Diego Comic Con
4: Radio <laughs> from <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my name's Michael. You might know me from shows such as the Tin Dog Podcast, the Who Cast, and even Podshock. Yes, I'm speaking on behalf of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. You see, we're all off. Well, some of us are all off very soon, Sunday the fifth of september 2010, to be precise, between ten AM and five, to Hooverville 2, the world's only Doctor Who convention held in an engine shed. Yes, there are guest appearances by Loads of people from the world of Doctor Who: Sophie Aldred, who we all know played Ace; Deborah Watling, played Victoria; Dee Sadler, played Flowerchild; the Katie Manning, and Tristan Peatfield, production designer on Amy's Choice, as well as meeting these wonderful people. You'll be able to meet us because there's going to be a podcasting panel, and that'll include audience participation. So you'll need to wear your speaking trousers, apparently. So go on, join us at Hooverville Two on Sunday the 5th of September, 2010 at the Midland Railway, Butterley, Ripley, Derbyshire. Tickets for adults cost £25, children £10, under 5 years are free, obviously accompanied by a paying adult. Family tickets, that's two adults and two children, are only £60. For more information, contact www.hoovers.org.uk. Now that's spelt W-H-O-O-V-E-R-S, and you can use secure booking. At www.midlandrailwaycentre.co.uk. So hopefully, see you there and many other members of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. So until then, be seeing you.